Hello, welcome to the Build a Life After Loss podcast, where we help women who have lost children to build a life of purpose and joy. I'm your host, Julie Clough. Hello, my friends. I hope you had a great week. I wanted to talk a little bit about loving ourselves. I used to think that I had a decent amount of self-esteem. There was some evidence. I had accomplished some things and, and a lot of my self-esteem was definitely tied to what I was doing. And I want to suggest today that maybe we need to develop self-esteem. Maybe we should develop love for ourselves beyond doing. So today we're going to talk about what it means to love ourselves. And secondly, we're going to talk about how we allow our circumstances to damage that love that we have for ourselves and what we can do to rebuild the love for ourselves and to make it more sure and not so conditional. So like I said, I used to think I had a decent amount of self-love. I could look in a mirror and say, "I, I love you to myself. And it wasn't a horrible feeling to do that. I know that's really difficult for some people. But I, I felt like I built that up based on doing, like I said. So there was evidence that I was worthwhile because I had accomplished things. I could play the piano. I was a decent speaker. I would speak at events and feel good about it. But the problem is, is when we tie our self-love to what we're doing, when something happens that that we look at and say is negative, then, then that lowers our self-love. So let's say that you have a certain activity at work that you do, and you are quite capable at it, and you do really well, and then one day things don't go as well. You see how you can end up on a roller coaster of depending on the activity rather than the actual just love. So what I'm talking about is unconditional love. We expect and we want and we seek to have unconditional love for the members of our family. And yet we don't give that same unconditional love to ourselves. So when something goes wrong, instead of, that's okay, sweetie, you know, you're doing the best you can, we beat up on ourselves unlike we would do to anybody else. Have you experienced that? So I I felt, like I said, pretty secure until that Mother's Day afternoon in 2007 when I fell asleep at the wheel of the SUV I was driving and it rolled and my children died. And I mounted a huge attack against myself for the next several years the appearance, even the appearance of self-assurance dwindled and I was having trouble driving. I did, I did start driving again within about six months of the accident. Uh, I, I actually started driving probably a couple months after the accident, but on a regular basis, it was probably six months and it was even difficult for a couple of years. I sat lonely and miserable at my house constantly. I, I had self-loathing. It was not a pretty picture. And maybe you can relate to that. When tragedy hits, 
in our minds when we're trying to deal with the, with the tragedy, we recite all the things that we could have done differently. And that damages the con- our self-concept. But truly through the grace of God, I started to rebuild. And I regained some of my former self little by little. And a little confidence came back. But then I went on a quest. I went on a quest to truly rebuild my life in significant ways. And I found out the secret. And the secret was love yourself. Love yourself. It was that simple. That simple and that hard. Incredibly, as a society, we believe, we truly believe. Like I've heard people say, if you want to get something done and you're not getting it done, then you have to attack yourself into getting it done. You have to become your own self-bully. And I don't believe that anymore. I don't believe that that's where true motivation comes from. I'm here to tell you that this idea that berating ourselves into getting things done or into change is a lie. It's a destructive lie. It's crazy talk, really. Our desire and our interest in loving ourselves shouldn't be any different than our desire and our interest in loving others. We need to be kind to ourselves. We need to be patient. And all of those things that we direct at others and we feel compelled to do, we should be doing for ourselves. So how do we go about doing that? There's been a couple of teachers that I've had when I say teachers, authors, and speakers that I've learned from that have taught mirror work. And one of those teachers is Louise Hay. And she suggests that we, every time we pass a mirror, well, let's, let's back up a little bit. What happens right now? When you pass a mirror right now, what happens when you see yourself? Do you say nice things to yourself? Or do you find yourself saying mean things? We allow ourselves to say things to ourselves that we would never say to anybody else. The challenge then is now every time you pass a mirror to say something nice to yourself. She, in fact, said, today when most of us look into the mirror, we'll say something negative. Say something positive about yourself every time you pass a mirror. So that's a really simple thing to do. And right now it might be the most important part is to just recognize it. Recognition comes before we make change. This is another opportunity to berate ourselves. This is an opportunity to recognize what we want to change and to recognize what we're currently doing and what we want to be doing. We can't just stop saying negative things to ourselves. When we stop doing something, we create a vacuum. And we need to fill that vacuum with something that we want to replace it with. So if we just stop saying negative things, that vacuum will will just go back into the same routine. So right now, be patient with yourself, recognize what's happening, and then slowly start to establish things that you can say to yourself Every time you see yourself in the mirror, we see ourselves in a mirror frequently, don't we? So it will be amazing to see how things change just as you practice making that shift. The other thing that you can do in addition to 
just recognizing what we're saying as we're passing a mirror and we see ourselves and then changing that to something more positive, something more encouraging. The other thing we can do is intentionally look in the mirror. Intentionally look in the mirror, look into your own eyes and tell yourself that you love and accept yourself. And look, as you look at your your face in the mirror, start complimenting your features, start noticing the details of your features and start complimenting those features. As you look into your eyes, especially focus on your eyes and compliment your eyes. You're looking into the soul of yourself and really be there for yourself. This is an important component of growth in our life is how we feel about ourselves. Another practice that you can try is meditation. I don't know what your idea of meditation is, but meditation doesn't have to be a huge formal hour long practice. You can wake up in the mirror and just lie in bed for five minutes and think the thought over and over again, I love and accept you and then fill in your name. So I would say, I love and accept you, Julie. And so you focus on a phrase like that for five minutes. And as you focus on that phrase, you will start to develop more self-love. Now what's going to happen? When you first try this, when you first start looking in the mirror and you first try to start complimenting yourself or just as you pass a mirror, start trying to say positive things, The first thing that's going to happen, if you're anything like a normal human being, is you'll probably find yourself thinking negative thoughts and having to push those away. So I look at it like this. We currently just out of habit, like when I say practice, it's interesting because we think, oh, practice, well, that takes work. Well, yes and no. Um, when you're walking past the mirror, you have been practicing for years. You may have been practicing for years saying bad things. That is a practice. That is something that we have p- habitually done. Now we're just shifting that habit, shifting that practice to something that's more advantageous for us. It's going to build us rather than tear us down, but it's going to take some time and You'll have to be patient because as you start to say kind things to yourself, what's going to happen? Your, your mind is going to start rehearsing all those negative things that you've been saying before. As you are trying to replace those negative things, they're going to kind of fight back. You know, it's, it's going to be a playground fight. <laughs> it's, you know, your, your mind has all these thoughts and we, we think, I think the last numbers I heard was 50 to 60,000 thoughts a day. Now we're going to choose to think on purpose. That doesn't mean that all those other thoughts just automatically go away. It's just that we're going to be more intentional in putting in the positive. So as you work towards that, you'll find it first that those negative thoughts will just will keep attacking back. But slowly but surely, you'll find yourself taking on that more positive frame of mind. So just to review, it's super important that we love ourselves, that we show ourselves the same kindness, the same patience, 
the same unconditional love that we want to show others. Second, it's important that we don't allow circumstances to determine our love for ourselves. We love ourselves regardless of circumstance. Whether we win or lose, we still love ourselves. And third, we talked about some ways that we can build that love for ourselves, our love, uh, our self-respect, our self-assurance, and that's by noticing when we pass by a mirror what our thoughts are, then consciously and intentionally replacing any negative thoughts with positive thoughts about ourselves. Another practice that we talked about was purposely standing in front of a mirror, looking to your own eyes and compliment yourself and say to yourself, I love and accept you. And the third activity or idea that I had for you was that you could use I love and accept you, Julie, that would be what I would say, I love and accept you, Julie, you would put your own name in there as a meditation. And it could be one minute, it could be two minutes, find a time, maybe it's first thing in the morning, you want to set your intention for the day by saying I love and accept you. So those are some ideas of how you can rebuild your self love or build it in the first place, I guess, if that's the case. I just want you to know that I have so much confidence in you. I have confidence in your ability to love yourself and everybody is worthy of love. We, we love ourselves for being, not doing. That's super important that we understand that. Thanks for joining me today. Remember to subscribe to Build a Life After Loss in your app so you'll receive notices when the next episode is published each week. Have a wonderful week. See you next time.